Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Okay, I watched so many of these procedurals, I'm telling you guys, I'm a damn detective at this point. I am, I didn't clock my 10,000 hours, and I know how to crack a case. And I have to tell you, all these shows, every single one of them, they all start the same way, okay? It's about a white woman in peril. Every single time. And so I just wanna take a moment while I have so many white women here, you know? I wanna give you guys a little tidbit, okay? Okay? This is some information based off of years of watching procedurals, okay? This is for all you Megan, Sarahs, and Lindsays out there. <laughs> Are you ready, Megan, Sarah, Lindsay? Are you ready? All right, sister. Only one thing you got to do if you wanna live, okay, white women? You got to stop with the jogging at dawn and dusk. <laughs> you gotta stop it. You gotta stop it. Okay, when you're jogging at that hour, you got two options. You're gonna find a dead body or become a dead body. You gotta stop it. Okay, and if you need help remembering, let me Jesse Jackson it for you. If the light is low, you do not go. That was Naomi Ekberrigan from her Comedy Central half hour that you can see on Comedy Central's website. I am Tom Takar. This is Stand Up with Tom Takar on Comedy Central for another week. I am excited to bring you guys some great comedy clips. I'm joined, as always, by producer extraordinaire Coach T. How are you, Coach? Uh, I'm, do- I'm doing well, Tom. I'm doing well. <laughs> you don't sound well. Most people who I'm are doing well bit- don't go... Uh, right before they say they're doing well. <laughs> I'm doing well, but um, I'm having a, a day with uncontrollable events, and you know it's it's affecting my commitments, man. I, I was late to the show, audience, in honor of Juneteenth. I had to uh, be black and late, so <laughs> sorry about that, Tom. <laughs> it is all good. The world is a mess, and I am also like, by, things are crazy. I'm doing stand-up this weekend. How crazy is that? We got to talk all about this. This is the only thing I care about. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing, and I have a feeling this is going to be like a one and done. I don't think it's like we're back. I don't think it's like, oh, stand-up is back. I'm doing stand-up this week at a club that uh, opened up by law and everything, and uh, uh-huh. I, it's Dr. Grins in Michigan. We talked about it, um, I think, on last week's episode that I would be doing this. So you're going to be hearing this after it's done, but I hope you came out and had fun. Or if it turns out that, uh, you know, that it was uh, very dangerous, I hope you stayed safe. <laughs> but uh, I won't know uh, until later. But we're being pretty safe. It's it's very strange to be back doing stand-up uh, in front of real people. And I haven't done that in, I think, over three months uh, yeah, it's been over three months since the last time I was on stage. I've been doing, I had been doing Zoom shows and some stuff online here and there, 
And I'm here to tell you, as much as people shit on those shows, I think it helped it helped me stay sharp because the Zoom shows? Yeah, they helped because and I and now I'm living proof now because I came back and I was a little stressed out. I was doing a lot of new stuff, stuff that I wrote during the Zoom shows. And I I'm telling you, some of the stuff worked better than my old stuff. And it just goes to show all this stuff is what you make it. Like if you want a Zoom show to be valuable to you and you want to work on material on it, you can make it valuable. And you can stay sharp by doing old material on some of it. It's it's obviously not the same, and I'm I've never said that it's the same, but it is something uh, for people who care about that sort of thing. There was a lot. I, I know we talked about it on a former episode, but it's very debatable. A lot of people were shitting on uh, the idea of Zoom shows, and I know that it's not it's not stand up. It's not the same, but it did translate. So uh, we're in weird times. So it feels very strange to be doing live stand-up comedy and there's a weird vibe where some people i think do want to hear material about corona and covid because it is what we've been going through for the past three months some people absolutely do not and i know that because the host uh my buddy garrett elzinga uh uh and also the feature uh tanner oliver very funny guy um but uh, Garrett told me that last weekend he was he's the house MC here right now at uh, Dr. Grin's in Grand Rapids. And he told me that uh, he's been doing a lot of COVID material and a lot of like mask material, that sort of stuff. Um, and somebody yelled out at him, nobody wants to hear about Corona. And uh, ah. yeah, people are the people who are mad about it are very mad. I got to tell you, I was feeling like a head case on my way. I drove to Michigan to because I thought it would be safer for everybody. And flights are expensive again, um, which is kind of weird. I thought that they would be cheap for a while. It was like six hundred dollars to fly from New York to uh, to Grand Rapids, like coach. Uh, um, that sounds expensive. It's it's pretty high for you know that kind of trip i think but it doesn't matter i just was surprised that things went back but i drove so i drove like 11 and a half 12 hours i got up at four in the morning man this five i know i'm all over the place and i i won't go on for too long before we get to clips i know that can piss some people off or whatever but uh i was like i'm gonna get up at three in the morning and drive to michigan so that i get there i can be in the hotel all this good stuff and I tried to go to bed, and these fireworks in New York, man. Right? And I know it's L.A., too. I thought when I left it's L.A., everywhere. I'd escape it. It is, it is very uh, alive and well in New York. It was going off. I'm not kidding. I I tried to go to bed at like 11 p.m., maybe 10 p.m. to get up at 3. I did not close my eyes till like 2. because I mean, I closed my eyes, but fireworks went off till after 2 in the morning. So... I, and they're right outside my window, so it's like yeah, I just didn't sleep, and then I got up at – I ended up leaving at 4, but it's uh, it's tough with – and people are saying it's the cops doing the fireworks. I don't know if – I no. see these kids doing it uh, outside my apartment, so I don't know that no. that's – I don't know if the if they're, the thought is that the cops are giving them fireworks. I don't totally understand that conspiracy, but I'm not here to uh, sound educated about that. I didn't research it, so – I don't have this is, a, is, is an opportunity for you to speak to the firework fanatics right now, Tom. What would you like to tell them? I think the fireworks need to end at like 10. I'm fine with it <laughs> happening. I don't even care. I kind of like it. I, I, have, I, I hang out on my roof and I watch the fireworks and it's kind of fun. And and then after that, I'm just like, I'm not. And usually I stay up late, so it's not that yeah. big of a deal to me. But 
Uh, so, so Tom, it's a, the way you yeah the the way you said that is you you could have won a medal at like the stepdad Olympics. Like, <laughs> it it needs to end at it's, it needs to end. <laughs> Put it into it, get, fellas. <laughs> and then you, you, get, you gave fellas. it a time though. You didn't want to be mean, but you needed to have structure, and you didn't want to get walked yeah. on. That was Look, good. hey, I like fun too. <laughs> <laughs> when I was you kids' age, man, you yeah. I'd be right there with you. In fact, well, I might come down and set a few off myself. But at ten, it needs to end. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I wanted to get into an email that uh, helped me pick one of the clips uh, for this week. Um, it is from someone named Audra, uh, who uh, emailed Audra. Yeah, Audra emailed. I want to say a lot of people have been emailing. I really appreciate it. It's uh, suttpod at gmail.com. And a lot of people have been um, saying very nice things, and I appreciate that. And then one person was like, I know how much you like nice things, so here's one. And I was like, yeah, everybody does, man. <laughs> it's not. I'm not crazy for uh, trying to you know encourage positivity, but I do appreciate it. And um, I hope that you guys are getting something out of this show. And I try to respond to everybody. I'm a little behind because of planning for this week and then i i have a lot of stuff going on right now but i try to get back i i my plan is to get back to everybody if you message me i will try to get back to you especially after this week when i am back to not doing any stand-up sitting in my apartment uh at uh, in new york begging for things to do i will catch up on it um so i'm gonna read two today but one i will read before uh the clips because like i said this did Influence me picking one. So I got an email from Audra. Audra says, hi, Tom and Coach. She called you the coach, which I kind of oh, like. Uh, I was in an email? Dude, oh people God. love you, Coach. Uh, somebody oh, said so your excited. voice was very soothing. Um, hey, hey. And hey. I agree. Uh, you have a very wonderful voice there, Coach, and you're a warm presence that I appreciate. Uh, uh, that's all good. I have gotten a few messages from people who are trying to find you, though, Coach. What's your, what's your handle again? Oh, it's at uh, Coach underscore T E A, like the shit you drink. Yes, T. Yeah, I I have so many. I have so many people that are that are getting at me on Twitter. It's the funnest thing in the world. I'm coming up with new tweets every day, guys. Uh, Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay Stay tuned. More tweets on the way. (laughs) (laughs) So, Coach underscore T, like the tea you drink. uh, If you want to find him, for the people who have DM me looking for him, and I'm of course at Tom A Takar T H A K K A R. Uh, But again, you can email me here at sutpod at gmail.com as well. Uh, Okay, hi Tom and Coach. I really hope I got this email correct. You did, Audra. Uh, I'm writing to say I love the show and the opportunity to hear new comedians. It has really helped me over the pandemic and in general. Love hearing the selected comedy. I was wondering though. I am Canadian and don't have access to almost any of the Comedy Central stuff. Could you either uh, send me Canadian options or mention them on the show? I know there aren't as as many of us, but we like comedy too. Uh, thanks so much. Love the show, Audra. So hmm. I did email her back, but I figured we. I think we do have a lot of Canadian people who listen to the show, and I I hear you. We and do. I, I, I imagine so. I've gotten reached out to by uh, actually, yeah, I've gotten uh, quite a few messages from Canadian people who listen and I've been in Canada and gone through what you're talking about where you can't access certain stuff. So I do have some Canadian recommendations. Uh, I told her a lot of my favorite comedians are uh, Canadian, uh, including uh, one that I'm going to play today, but also Norm Macdonald. And uh, I I also told her about uh, Jess Solomon and uh, Iman El Husseini, who um, 
have the El Salomon show, I believe is what it's called. But uh, they're really, really funny. My buddy Graham Kay. Uh, there's there's tons of great uh, Canadian comedians, and I do want to play more. Um, and I've got one for you today. One of my favorite comedians of all time is John Doerr. And uh, he has a Comedy Central half hour along with some other stuff on here that I'm hoping to play. He also, Canadians know him. He had uh, his own show in Canada that is so funny. Uh, again, one of my favorite comedians, John Doerr. And we're also playing today uh, some material from another one of my favorite comedians, Todd Berry. So here... Oh! Yeah. Oh, you're excited about Todd Berry? That's a good pick, man. I love Todd Berry. Um, I'm really excited for people to hear these t- two groups of clips. So here's John Doerr and Todd Berry. Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Last week I cupped a fart and I threw it in my grandmother's face. (laughs) And now I'm banned from her book club. (laughs) I don't care, I hate reading. I'm done with that. I read a caption in the paper the other day. The caption read, in the time it takes you to finish reading this sentence, 20 people will have died of hunger. How the hell do they know how fast I can read? I had to read it again. I killed 40 people. I read an article that said, car accidents happen closest to home. Does that mean that orphans are better drivers? Now, if you think about it, it makes sense because they'd have more time to practice when they're not being loved by anyone. Sometimes I'll sing the punchline. Okay. The point is the English language is a very difficult language. Like we have some words, the spelling of some words in the English language are ridiculous. Well, you guys know what I mean. I'm preaching to the choir here, but you know what? (laughs) It's a tough language. That's why I'll never make fun of anyone who has dyslexia. And I'm just giving you the one, one, four, but you know what? I'm fortunate because in high school, my best subject was English. My worst subject was chemistry. How many times can I do the same joke? Anyway, the point is this. We have some words in the English language that have totally different meanings. Do you know what I mean? Like the word there, spelled T-H-E-R-E, and the word vagina, right? Like, they're spelled completely differently. They mean completely different. That's neither here nor vagina. The point I'm trying to make is this. I had to go to an audition the other day, a major motion picture opportunity of a lifetime. I had to speak English, yeah. Completely messed it up. The name is Bond, James Earl Jones. (laughs) Casting director says, no too good with names, are you? Yeah, no Shylock. All right, guy's an idiot. 
Well, you're probably wondering how I live my life. I'll tell you, I have two simple rules that guide me through this world. Number one, I follow the good word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number two, I bang as many bitches as I can. That's it, two rules, just two rules, yeah. I like drinking a lot. Like sometimes I can't tell if I love drinking or hate myself, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like getting drunk and eating, that's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, last time I was home for the holidays, I was really drunk. When I got home, I thought it'd be a good idea to take a giant bite out of a brick of blue cheese. Yeah, you know, the chalky white cheese with the veins of blue mold, yeah. Turns out it was my grandfather's leg. So, <laughs> what you doing in the fridge, Gramps? Get out. I remember when Grandpa's memory started to go, it was the day I caught him urinating with the door open, uh, which is not a huge deal, but it's annoying when I'm trying to drive. <laughs> okay. Have you ever tried to throw out an old garbage pail? Can't be done. For the last month, I've had it out there every single week, and the garbage men don't get it. I haven't put a sign on it, garbage. What I gotta do, put it in another garbage pail? No. Not gonna do that. Yes, I travel. I went to, uh, the weirdest part about traveling is it's far. Do you know what I mean? I went to Amsterdam, and uh, I was only there for a couple of days. And, and don't woo, I know, you know, people rush to judgment. Oh, I know what guys do when they go to Amsterdam. I know what you got up to. Well, you know what, besides the obvious things guys do when they go to Amsterdam, we also got really high and got prostitutes, okay? So, it's not all museums, you weirdos. Look at you, you're weird. I noticed there are people wearing glasses here tonight. I know what that means, Stephen Hawking joke. Okay, fine, here it comes. It would be hard to be friends with Stephen Hawking because Stephen Hawking, you know, sounds like a robot. Uh, that's tough because even if you phoned him and he answered, you'd be like, oh great, got the machine again. Hang up. It's just tough. Stay in love and uh, the way you do that is by taking care of what you look like. Uh, because uh, the second you give up on your appearance, it's completely over, right? I mean, you let yourself go. Like last relationship I was in, I let myself go to the point where I didn't cut my toenails for nine and a half months, right? <laughs> I know that comes in handy when catching mice around the apartment in your bare feet, I get it. But my ex let herself go. She stopped doing things she used to do. She stopped shaving, you know, she stopped shaving her legs, her armpits, her... And she even stopped shaving her vagina area, so it's like, I know, what was the whistle area? If not, the, it was her back. Not important. It's neither here nor vagina, all right? I had to end that relationship anyway because I, I hated her. I did. I, uh, I told her I loved her. Don't worry. It was cool. Um, But I think it's okay in a relationship when I let myself go, but I don't think it's okay when she lets herself go. Oh my God. I am totally blanking. Um, it's okay if I let myself go. 
How are you guys doing? You guys good out there? It's okay. No, 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 no. Not good. I'm not even joking, this is awful. I've, I haven't done this joke in, oh, I almost had it. Um, no, what? it's okay if I let myself go, it's not okay. I'm not joking, this is weirder than you. I haven't done this joke in such a long time, um, and I thought, oh, we should do it for the big taping. And uh, so I brought my tape recorder, I should explain that. Uh, Stand-up comics sometimes tape their performances on it. Is it tense in here right now? It feels tense. God. Um, so comics will sometimes tape their performances on a recorder so they can listen to it afterwards, trying to improve on the jokes, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, I obviously didn't do that, but uh, I, 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 brought, I brought the tape recorder with me and I was like, oh, it's, I know the joke's on there. I queued it up, I was about to listen to it and I got busy and I thought, oh, you know, don't worry, like riding a bike you'll never forget. And uh, here we are. Um, I'm, you know what? I know, I have it here. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play, I don't know if this is gonna work or not. If it doesn't, I'll just walk off stage and you guys have been great. Um, but I queued this up, the joke is right here. This is an old stand-up set with the joke on it, so. So anyway, I think it's okay when I let myself go, but I don't think it's okay when she lets herself go. That's very nice, but let's try to simulate normal situations, shall we? <laughs> I know you're thinking, Todd, this is your second Comedy Central Presents, but you're wearing the same watch you wore <laughs> on the first one. You are correct, people. The watch is old, but I'll tell you what's brand new. Four of the 30 minutes I'm about to do for you guys. <laughs> Around and it's a friend of mine on the street I hadn't seen in a while. He's a pastry chef. I said, hey, what's going on? He's like, ah, oh, gotta go to France to go to chocolate school. <laughs> huh. Whatever happened to you, not much. How about you? <laughs> you're not only going to France, you're going there to study chocolate. Normally I would have been jealous, but luckily I happen to be on my way to the airport where I was going to Tahiti to go to Cunnilingus camp. <laughs> the only thing better than chocolate school in France. Cunnilingus camp in Tahiti. The day starts at 6 a.m., doesn't end till 6 p.m. Only two breaks. One for lunch, the other, of course, for arts and crafts. <laughs> I 
I saw a woman on the street wearing a t-shirt that said, nurses kick butt. I don't want a nurse who kicks butt. I'm uncomfortable with the idea of pumped up healthcare workers. I don't want to be lying in the operating room, the door gets kicked open. There's a guy standing there in scrubs. Hi, I'm Stanley Feinberg, I'm your neurologist. And tonight I'm gonna tear this playhouse down. <laughs> scalpel, bitch. <laughs> bitch, where's that scalpel? <laughs> bitch, come on. <laughs> bitch, seriously, where's that scalpel? <laughs> I'm being really nice, I'm calling you bitch. I went to Old Navy to buy a wallet because I make an astonishing amount of money. <laughs> and I go through wallets like crazy. <laughs> I wonder, said, do you sell wallets? Guy goes, I don't know if we do. But if we did, they'd be on the second floor, third table in from the left. <laughs> oh, you don't even know if you sell them. But with pinpoint accuracy. You know exactly where to find them. I go to the second floor, I don't see any wallets. I find another salesman, I go, you sell wallets? Guy looks at me, goes, no wallets, no ties. As if I've heard the wallet question, we all know what's coming up around the bend. I can understand no wallets at Old Navy, but no ties? What am I supposed to wear with my mock rib turtleneck? <laughs> and purple camouflage cargo pants. <laughs> I got a funeral to go to. <laughs> I have a website, it's got my uh, email address on it. So now I get emails from all over the country and people have unbelievable questions. They'd be like, dear Todd, I'm going to see your show in Columbus, Ohio. Do you know how old you have to be to get into that club? <laughs> you wanna maybe call the club with that one? <laughs> Instead of going directly to the artist? <laughs> Do you think Mick Jagger gets emails like that? Dear Mick, I'm going to see you at Madison Square Garden next week. I'm going to have to leave straight from work. <laughs> not going to have time to get anything to eat. Do you know how much they charge for a hot dog? <laughs> also, I haven't been there in a while. Can you map quest me directions? <laughs> Check out my Amazon wish list while you're at it. I did a show in Pittsburgh. Woman runs up to me after my show, all smiling. She's like, oh my God, you were so much funnier live than you are on Comedy Central. And I just want to say to her, you know what? I bet your comments are better televised. Maybe you can get your own show on the new Backhanded Compliment Network.
I went to college, University of Florida, yeah. Oh, thank you. I said that once, a guy in the audience goes, boo. I'm like, why are you booing, sir? He's like, Florida State, man. Oh, you went to a different school. Mystery solved. I love that mentality. Boo, you went to a different school than I did. I want everyone going to the same school. One school. 140 million students. Or I go, boo. I am the least tolerant human being on earth. What'd you have for dinner tonight? Chinese food, I had Japanese, boo. You like Triscuits, I like Wheat Thins, boo. You like regular Starburst fruit chews, I like the tropical, boo. I am weird about words, though, man. Some words freak me out for no reason. When people say fridge instead of refrigerator, I want to climb up on top of a water tower and pick people off with a shotgun. This is a true story. I was out on a date with Julia Roberts. We're back at her apartment. She's like, Todd, I'm just gonna go in the next room and put some perfume on my belly. Why don't you grab a beer from the fridge? I was like, what was that? She's like, I'm gonna go put some perfume. No, I like perfume. What was the other part? Why don't you go grab a beer from the fridge? I was like, how can I do that when I'm out of here? Stormed out of Julia Roberts' apartment. Pastor doorman on the way out. He's like, Todd, what's wrong, man? You could have had some of that. And I said, sir, you are a very unprofessional doorman. What do you mean I could have had some of that? You're disgusting. I got self-righteous on him. I just got a new apartment, people. Yeah. You guys can all come stay there. Oh, thank you. Wow. It's beautiful. 23-bedroom apartment, seriously. Every bedroom has a baby grand piano in it. Sitting next to the baby grand piano, I swear to God, a regular-sized grand piano. Architectural Digest did a story about the place. They called it the pretentious douchebag palace. I've been hanging out with too many couples. Hanging out with the we agree on everything couple. They pretend to share the most obscure opinions in the world. You'll ask them about a movie they saw. Hey, did you see that new Harry Potter movie? Yes, we saw it. Did you like it? We thought the script was good. But we thought they should have used different lighting in the exterior shots. Wow. You both walked out of the theater thinking that. That's unbelievable. I think even a married couple of lighting directors would not have an occurrence that weird. What I'm thinking happened is one of you said that, the other being weak and pathetic. 
pretended to agree. And now we're supposed to think your two hearts beat as one. Because God forbid you disagreed on a movie. I was dating a woman for a while. We had our first little sex talk. She actually said this to me. She goes, Todd, I've had anal sex before, but uh, don't ask me who it was with. I think if I made a list of every question I'd ask before that one, it would be a list of every question. Including who shot JR, where's the beef, and why would you think I'd want to know that? Okay, maybe not where's the beef, because she might answer that one. That was John Doerr and Todd Berry, two of my favorite comics of all time. I was late to the John Doerr game. I, I'll say it right now. I found out about John Doerr the way that I, um, I've i talked about finding out about a few comics on this show, which is that uh, I remember it was kind of a similar deal to me coming to Michigan where I was driving back to Indiana from New York. It was when I still lived in Indiana, and I would always just hang out at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, which also just opened back up. So if you're in Indiana, go check that out. Um, they're being very safe, which I think is cool. Everybody like masked up, all that stuff. I don't know. People have controversial opinions about that, it sounds like. But uh, yeah, they're open. It's cool. But I showed up. I was tired, and my buddy was like, let's just go to the Comedy Attic. And I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. John Doerr was on stage. This was a Thursday night. And again, I went every show after that because he was so funny. And I, anytime you see a new comic, what a, what a gift that, uh, to get. I had never seen him on TV or anything. And I was blown away at how funny he was and silly and absurd. And it's hard to capture how funny he is on tape because it's, it's just, his commitment to a bit is so funny. Him and Rory Scovel are very similar to me, and they do stuff on Conan together. Uh, some of the people who have emailed me, I've I've sent them the clips of uh, John Doerr and Scovel together on Conan. They're such funny clips. But John Doerr's half hour on Comedy Central, also great. That's what the uh, these clips are from. And I, I didn't use one of the clips because I wasn't sure how people would take it. He has a very dark sense of humor, which I also have. I've said it before, dark and silly are my favorite kinds of comedy and he touches both uh he, he's great at both and he has a joke where he calls he's he's gonna prank his sister and he gets the audience involved in it and then uh <laughs> when uh they're about to yell at her like uh mustard pants and she says that something terrible has happened, and I, I won't even say what it is just in case it upsets people, but you can watch the, the half hour on uh, cc.com to see the, the whole thing. But I was listening to it, and somebody in the audience who didn't understand that it's a joke, because it's clear it's uh -huh. just a recording on his phone that he does at oh, huh. shows. He's not actually calling his sister. And some lady yells out in the audience. I'd never heard this before, but I, because I was listening to my headphones, I heard this lady yell, 
he tries to he moves on to the next joke and this lady in the audience yells call her back because <laughs> he just <laughs> hangs up as soon as she says the horrible thing that happened to her <laughs> uh-huh. it's so funny how like even during a taping some lady was like didn't understand that it was a joke and she was like how is he just moving on now uh it's very fun little piece of trivia that I found today. Uh, that little clip of this lady yelling, call her back from the audience at a taping. Um, but yeah, he he's, he commits to a bit very hard. He's very silly. Uh, he did a bit once that I saw where he, he has this bit. It's on his Conan, but it, uh, him talking about fishing. Uh, and he, he doesn't act out that he would, in at live shows, sometimes make it 15 to 20 minutes long. And you can't do that on TV because it's too, it's too much commitment to a bit. So it's he's a guy you really need to see live to fully, fully uh, get. But he's the, uh, these jokes are all hilarious to me. I, I really love him. Um, and then the other clip we just played was from Todd Berry, of course. Now you seemed very excited when I when I went to play Todd Berry. What are your what are your feelings on Todd, Coach? I get a little, I get a little excited for Todd. I'm kind of like a fangirl, you know. Is that right? Non-binary. I want to offend no one. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. Like I get, you know, if I was gonna have a comic poster hanging up, it might be Todd Berry. It's so funny that you say that because I had a giant poster of Todd Berry in my apartment for years, and I used to be. So Todd is one of my favorite comedians since I was a kid. Uh, I I was I would go to school and tell Todd Berry jokes to my friends. They'd be like, "Why are you obsessed with this uh, man?" Um, <laughs> but I was I was he just spoke to me. I loved his material. Uh, he has two Comedy Central half hours, and I loved them both. The material from this one is from his second special on Comedy Central. But uh, yeah, I I just. Loved him for whatever reason. His material spoke to me, and when I first saw him at the Comedy Attic, I was blown away. But I was super intimidated by him because I don't know if you notice, a lot of Todd Berry stories are about stupid things that people say to him. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot of them, and they're very funny, and he always has a great take on it. But it made me super intimidated to be around him, and I remember. Uh, the club was throwing away all their old posters because uh, the comedy attic used to be a funny bone, and when they changed, they they switched over uh, their posters and they switched over their logo and all that stuff. And so they got rid of all the posters, and I they gave me the Todd Berry one because they knew I loved him so much. And then when he came to town, he came with uh, uh, Brendan Walsh and Neil Hamburger. They did a, a a tour. I think it was called like the the spring chicken tour. I can't remember what it was called, to be honest. It's something uh, like that. But uh, right. I thought it would be funny, and this is me like as a brand new comedian, basically trying to be funny to somebody who uh, is actually funny. And I brought my poster <laughs> up to him, and I thought it would make them laugh if I had Brendan and, uh, and Neil sign the poster instead of Todd. It was this giant picture of just Todd's face, and he seemed really weirded out by it. I left being very upset that I had fucked up this experience and that it weirded it and I weirded him out. And then the next day I worked at a hospital and I saw Todd at the hospital and I couldn't believe it. And I didn't know him at all. And I waved at him and then I asked him, uh, he, he he looked very confused and I was like, Hey, sorry. I just, I saw your show last night. I'm a huge fan. I didn't tell him I was a comedian or anything. And I, um, and I go, so what are you, uh, 
what are you here for? And then I realized quickly, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm not supposed to ask people why they're at the hospital. And he yeah. started to give me an answer, and I panicked, and I go, actually, I'm not supposed to ask you that. Uh, I'm really sorry, and I just walked away as fast as I could. It was one of the most humiliating <laughs> experiences. And I told him about it recently, and he luckily he didn't remember it. But, uh, yeah, I I was just very, very – it's it's so weird yeah. that I was so intimidated by, by Todd. But yeah. I was so concerned – that I was going to be one of the idiots in his stories. Like, yeah, that, that was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to be the guy who asked the wrong question and then is just eviscerated by the wit of Todd Berry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And luckily, he completely forgot about me. But yeah, yeah. huge Todd Berry fan. I, I absorbed all of his albums. He got so many great albums. Uh, Falling Off the Bone, Medium Energy, uh What's feel, the other one? From like, Heaven is my favorite one, I think. They're great. I feel like Todd Berry is like, like the streets love him. Like, I feel like he's a street comic, you know? Like, in rap music, there's, like, you know, successful rappers, like, whatever, Kid Ink or whatever. But then, like, the streets love, like, a Jadakiss. Like, Todd Berry is like a comics Jadakiss. I just feel like the streets got so much respect for him. I think that's true. I think that's true. Uh, a lot of comics have love for him. A lot of people though too too he's really funny on Twitter. I I got to suggest if you if you're a Twitter person, you got to give Todd Berry a follow and if you want some added uh some added juice from that, give Brendan Walsh a follow because they're back and forth together is very very funny to me. Uh they roast each other a lot and they're very mean to each other. And it's a good time. Um all right, now it is time for Joke Detective. The world is full of a million jokes. But who did it? And what was that one that you liked? Here on Joke Detective, Tom Takar helps you find the joke that you seek and the justice that you need. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. Uh, I've been able to do it for a few people privately. Uh, I'm in the middle of trying to find one now that I do know. But this one, I think I'm, I'm stumped, man. And I don't know if it's the description of the bit or what. But if you out there know what this guy is talking about, please email me because I want to help him out. Uh, he says, this is a, this guy's name is Thomas. Uh, he says, hi, mm. Tom. Big fan of the show and of your kind being. I've been listening to your show from Korea since it started and hope it'll go for many years. Oh, oh my, this guy's in Korea? He's in Korea. Oh, he's I'm balling out here, man. They hear me in Korea? <laughs> We're Let's worldwide, go. baby. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, big fan, all this good stuff. Um, he says, anyways, please let me ask you for one favor to help me find this bit in my head that in my head was crazy funny. Uh, I also want to know if your find my comedian actually works. We're still waiting for that. Uh, that one from the theme park. I haven't been able to find it. And nobody else seems to know it either. I, I uh, think that girl's hitting on you, man. <laughs> I don't think that's true, man. <laughs> I truly don't think anybody is hitting on me out here, coach. So here's the bit. Uh, he says, so I'm looking for a guy. I saw his uh, video somewhere on YouTube, and I think he's really famous. Uh, and he did this bit where he's talking about this yoga slash meditation session where he stands there and wants some fighting techniques or something like that. And he asked the instructor, Sinsang, Sinsang, uh, when are we going to learn the, and then some fighting move or something. 
Uh, sorry, I never get it together, really. I've been trying to get all of my friends to find this bit because I pissed myself trying to... Or I pissed myself listening to this bit. Tried to explain uh, the joke to a ton of people, but it obviously doesn't work. Please help me out. Thanks and all the best, Thomas. So, I can't tell if it's... That that description, I might need some more help from you, Thomas. Uh, what If you can yeah. think of any other indicators here... I can tell it's a man who's doing it. It sounds like, uh, and he said he's famous, probably. But I, I was trying to think of like maybe it's maybe it's a Rogan bit or something. But he said he saw it on YouTube, and I haven't I haven't seen anybody do that. And it so it sounds like it's a bit about somebody going to yoga and thinking that it's like a karate class. That's what I'm gathering from it. So if you okay. have ever heard any bit that sounds relevant to that, email me at suttpod at gmail.com so we can help this guy out. Uh, because, you know, it drives you crazy to have a bit stuck in your head and not be able to find it. And now I'm in... Here's the thing. these You guys don't understand. Whenever I get these emails, and I've probably got like... I've probably got five right now that I'm trying to think of where I, I'm... I, a couple of them I think I know, and I'm going to get back to the person with it. But now all these bits are also bouncing around in my head. So you've infected me, and I also would appreciate the help finding oh. this yoga bit. And we got one more clip, Coach. Let's get it. The last clip today, I was very uh, happy to see this. I, this was one I found just kind of randomly watching through uh, Comedy Central stand-up YouTube, which you guys can also do. There's full hour specials on there. They just put up Sam Jays. I know this is going to come out later, so... You That's can, my uh, girl. Yeah, I watched it today. It's really funny. There's some. Uh, I I didn't. Uh, I might end up playing it later, but there was uh, a political chunk that I really liked. I'm trying to stay away from politics as much as I can on the show because I know it pisses some people off on either side of whatever. But uh, it's it's really good. Um, so yeah, check that out. There's all kinds of clips on uh, Comedy Central stand up YouTube. They're putting new shit out all the time. But, yeah, also giving access to full specials. You don't need a password. You don't have to pay a dime. Go check it out now. I found this uh, clip on there. This is from Comedy Central stand-up featuring uh, the series they do of of short sets, basically. And I, I was thrilled with it. I, I really loved this set. And uh, this is Pat Regan. Um, I do have one gay uncle, which is amazing. We're the only two gay people in my family, so you'd think we'd be friends, but we're rivals. <laughs> um, he's a church queen. Uh, he's a church queen. He's, like, addicted to Cathal. <laughs> Can't get enough of the stuff. Um, like, the Pope is, like, his Britney. Uh, whereas I'm kind of more the kind of gay that, like, loves Queer Eye, you know? Thank you. I love Queer Eye's ethos of, like, what matters is not how you look. What matters is how you feel. And how you feel is based on how you look. <laughs> so we are going to teach you about under eye stick. Um, I think that's very cool. Uh, I do have a boyfriend right now. Thank you. Um, and his whole entire deal is that this past July, he actually got out of a 10-year relationship with a woman drop and um but what i will say is he is 5'8 and the girl was 6'2 so it was very much a queer relationship um and people always say like is that hard is that hard is that hard and honestly that isn't hard what's difficult about the relationship is that his name is angelo which is obviously a very erotic name um 
and my name is kind of famously Pat. So if we do choose to have sex with one another and we're kind of getting into it, and I'm like, Angelo! And then he's like, Pat. We immediately stop, everyone puts their clothes back on, we pretend we never met each other. That was Pat Regan from Comedy Central Stand-Up Featuring. You can see that whole set on Comedy Central Stand-Up YouTube page, which I recommend. Uh, just like Netflix has their algorithm, this is the Tom Takargorithm. If you like Todd Barry, check out Amy Miller and Sam Morrill, uh, both great writers. And if you like John Doerr, check out, I've said him before, Martin Urbano. You're going to love him. And check out Mitra Juhari. Uh, rate and review the podcast. Share it with a friend. Go to that Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page. I can't recommend it enough. And email us at suttpod at gmail.com or send DMs if you need a joke detective or if you just want to hear some clips or whatever. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we've been Tom Takar and Coach T. We'll see you next week on the pod. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.